Welcome to Adventure, a daily devotional podcast through the season of Advent. I'm your host, Wendy Scott. Day 18, Peace with God. Suddenly, there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among men on whom his favor rests. That's Luke 2, 13-14. Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. But God proves his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, dead in our trespasses, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts, by nature children under wrath, Christ died for us. That's Romans 5, 1 and 8, and Ephesians 2, 1 through 3. Peace with God. How often do we think about what this means? Honestly, I don't think about it at all that much. When I consider the cross of Jesus and what his death and resurrection purchased for me, the first thing I think about is usually not peace with God. I think about forgiveness, eternal life, justification, and freedom from sin. Peace with God somehow slips my mind. Maybe this is because I have historically had such a narrow understanding of peace or shalom. But the gravity of shalom between God and those on whom his favor rests is so unbelievably spectacular that when the host of angels that appeared to the shepherds erupted in praise, they didn't say glory to God and forgiveness to the people he favors or glory to God and justification to those with whom he is pleased. No, they gave him glory because of the peace he was bestowing on the earth through Jesus. They broke out in unrestrained worship because Shalom was again in the midst of his creation. Paul realized the gravity of it too. He understood what really happened when Jesus was born. As we mentioned before, sin broke Shalom. Don't downplay what this means. It's not simply that you and I were thrown out of balance and require a 30-day detox to get back on track. Shalom breakers aren't merely at odds or in temporary tension with shalom. They are enemies of shalom. Enemies. You with your sordid past and your criminal history. Enemies. You with your scars and your trauma triggers. Enemies. You with your addiction and your anger issues. Enemies. You with your healthy lifestyle and your moral compass. Enemies. You with your six-figure income and your country club membership. Enemies. You with your stitch-fixed wardrobe and your full social schedule. Enemies. You with your regular church attendance and your charitable involvement. By nature, we are all enemies of Shalom. Enemies deserving God's wrath. But God, who is rich in mercy, while we were his enemies, visited us with an invitation to return to Shalom. 
while we deserved his wrath, he lavished his love on us by giving us his son. Think on that. Who ever heard of a story like that? It should blow our minds that we who have only ever been rebels towards God are invited into wholeness, safety, flourishing, and favor. Invited into shalom by the prince of shalom. The angels were overwhelmed by the implication of the son of God born of a virgin. Peace with God was made available to God's enemies and the heavenly host couldn't restrain their marvel. Jesus, by your advent, you crossed enemy lines and offered yourself as my Passover lamb. The peace treaty between God and man is signed in your blood. Grant me a greater understanding of what you have done for me and grant that I should Respond with the same praise as the hosts of heaven on the night of your birth. Glory to God in the highest. We are no longer your enemy.